And so this is a destiny gospel. Jesus' destiny is being challenged here by Peter. Last weekend, Jesus asked his disciples, who do people say that I am? And of course, they gave their logical response. Some say you're John the Baptist. Some say you're one of the prophets. Then Jesus stops them and say, no, 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 no. Who do you say that I am? And then Peter gives the correct and perfect response. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. Such an important gospel because this is on our final exam. We will have to answer this question at the judgment seat of Christ. I'm almost positive. I don't know for sure, but I can't imagine we don't because it tells Jesus everything he needs to know about our attitude, who, who we think he is. The Christ, the Son of the living God, is the great answer. We're going to hear it one day. We need to answer it correctly. Jesus is not trying to trip us up. It's right there for us, right in the Bible. I often thought, well, we always asked our professors what was going to be on our tests. And they would oblige us. They wanted us to succeed. God wants us to succeed. He wants us to answer this question. And when we don't say, boy, you were a really great guy. You did a lot of great things. Of course he did. But who am I? And that's what we have to answer to Jesus at the judgment seat. Who am I? You're God. You're Christ. You're the son of the living God. This week, Peter ruins it by speaking again. Jesus tells them he is going to die. And Peter proclaims, oh, no, 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 no. No, you're not. Not when Peter's guarding you. We will protect you, so quit worrying so much. We need you alive. We need your power. That was not the God thought. That was a human thought. Quit thinking like a human being. Well, isn't that what we are? We are human. Or are we? We are spiritual beings. We've been baptized. That's a little different than what Peter was. Peter was not baptized. They did not have the Holy Spirit dwelling in them at that time. We do. We can see it. We can see the, uh, um, the importance of what Jesus is asking us here today. See, things have really turned emotional. You can feel the emotion in Jesus today. He knows. He's facing down the cross, and he knows it. And when Peter offered him, no, no, you don't have to take that cross. This is the destiny gospel for Jesus. And it's our destiny also. Jesus accepts the cross. Or he doesn't. We accept our crosses, or we don't. Jesus had to tell them to focus not on what human thinking is. Get rid of that human thought. We're evolved. We should have God thought in us because we are baptized. We can communicate with God, our conscience, everything. We don't want to do what Peter did. Peter didn't get in trouble for it. What did he hear? Ah, get behind me, Satan. Ouch. That had to have hurt. Had to have hurt Peter in a big way. 
I don't think Jesus liked to exclaim it either. But you are the Christ was more a title for Peter and he was usurping the power of God for his own devices. Peter was, listen, Jesus, this is how it's going to be, and we don't want to be in that position ever. Jesus didn't like temptation any more than we like temptation. But he was being tempted again by Peter. Tempted to give up that cross thought. You don't need that, we don't need that. None of us needs this. Get behind me, Satan. Back talk from Peter, offering a way out for Jesus in a way. You don't need the cross, was Peter's offer. It was an offer Jesus heard in the desert too, by who? Satan. Jesus heard that temptation. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do it. I will give you everything, Jesus, if you just bow down and worship me. And he said, get behind me, Satan, to the devil. Get behind me, Satan, to Peter. Get rid of that thought life. In other words, Jesus was offered peace on earth for all time. But he didn't take it. Who doesn't want peace on earth? And the beauty of that. But it was no good for us as human beings. Jesus denied it. No, I will not take that offer, Lord. I will take my cross. We have to. Had Jesus not accepted that cross, then Satan would have left for good, forever. But what's our human nature say about us? We sin. Well, okay, who's going to be the redeemer then? That's why Jesus said no to that offer. No Satan, but we still have sin, so how are we going to get to heaven? We can't. We'll live great lives and we'll die. Never to be the resurrected because we needed Jesus for that. Had he given up temptation or given in to temptation, Gethsemane, he was still tempted. Lord, if there's any other way, take this cross from me. But Jesus said, no, your, your will, not my will. It's important for us that Jesus accepted that cross. And we pick up our crosses and follow him daily too. We have a choice on some, some we don't. We can get rid of crosses, usually relationships. Oh, this is a burden, I think I'll get a divorce. All these things. They add up, do we carry our cross or not? Jesus carried his cross. We carry our crosses. Estranged family. Oh, I don't want to call, I don't want to call. That's a cross. And it's a cross that is being given to us sometimes to find healing in relationships. That's just one thing. What about all the other crosses in our life? Are we willing to pick them up? And are we willing to go at it, to suffer in a way? But sometimes out of great suffering is great redemption, just like Jesus brought for us. Any cross we have in our lives can be straightened out by God. 
Jesus suggests we pick up our cross and follow him daily. He picked up his cross and it was a meaningful destiny. Our crosses we pick up will also make meaningful destinies. They were always going to be for the glory of God and for the healing of our lives. So we offer that to Jesus or he offers our grace. Pick up your cross. I will be with you.